Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, episode 222. This is Gran Turismo 6, you'd get a trophy right now. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me as always, Gio Garcia. How you doing, buddy? I'm alright. Excellent, excellent. And I'm glad that you're doing okay, because it's been awful on, in the land of Malcolm, uh, number one. <laughs> Number one, folks, in case you were curious as to, gee, it took them a while to do a record a show, my, my beloved MacBook Pro, my good friend that's been with me since 2009, Joe, Jeez. that's an 11-year run yeah. from a uh, MacBook, which is not bad. Poor, that's poor one for, out. Yeah, poor one. Yeah. Right on the keyboard, because it's dead. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, essentially, I we were actually going to start recording the show two weeks ago, and the recording device stopped working, which was weird. And I came to find out it's because essentially the OS, there was an issue with the OS or what have you. So I went to reinstall the operating system, which is actually a pretty normal function on the MacBook. However, here's the problem. It started doing that. And midway through, it tried to get the OS from online, which MacBook doesn't have because it's so old. So I was pretty much stuck on it in this infinite loop of it trying to record. And I tried using a backup, and unfortunately something happened with the rates of backup. And, you know, long story short now, the, this computer, which I just chugged along, this computer, which had been with us since the beginning of the firmware update, <laughs> which was there uh, like a year and a half after I started dating my wife. Damn. To, yeah. <laughs> which helped me through two colleges, Joe. Finally. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little heartbroken. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. This was lost like, an old friend. Indeed, indeed, and you know, this is, I sort of have a sentimental attachment to a lot of my electronics. Like, fun fact, little peek behind the curtain here: uh, the alarm clock that's sitting in my bedroom is actually the alarm clock, a Sony alarm clock. Fun fact uh, <laughs> was the the same alarm clock that I had when I was in high school, living with my parents. I ba- when I moved out, I had a. I could basically bring what I could bring in a uh, paper grocery bag. So one of the things I put in there was my clock. Cause I was thinking, Oh, I need to be able to sell time. So, <laughs> so that, so that was one of the things that I brought with me that I still have. And it still works to this day. Uh, so I, I was, I was bummed. Not, not simply due to the fact that MacBooks cost a lot yeah, and definitely a lot more it, than they did in 2009. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this was a 17-inch uh, screen, which they don't make anymore on a MacBook Pro. That, you know, so, But hey, pour one out to my good old MacBook Pro. It was there for me for so many years, so many, so much stuff. I edited video on there. I edited the show on there on multiple programs. I, I, I did a lot, so I'm, I'm going to miss that, that bad boy, which is actually sitting in its resting place right now, knelt up against my drawer. So... It's There's that. Place. Indeed. Uh, I can't sell it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the shitty thing about uh, holding on to something for so long. Uh, like, I've got my old iPad um, that I've had forever, for like seven years now. And it, it's this, the screen or the, or the glass on it is completely busted. Uh, so I can't even trade it in. It's like, it's like check the value. Uh, like, <laughs> when you check Apple's uh, website for trading values, uh, it's like, does it work? Does it turn on? Yes. Does it have the power cord? Yes. Is the screen uh, busted? Uh, yes. All right. Cool. We can take it in for recycling. It's like that's yep. great. Thank you. 
<laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to do. How'd you know? Yeah, cool. Okay, I'll just throw it out to the dumpster then. It's just, it's fine. <laughs> oh, so there was that. Uh, there's been my element that I've been fighting with that the Lord decided, you know what you need on top of that? The flu. And I've been feeling eternally run down and that sucks. And speaking on a uh, an annoying thing now, I posted on my Facebook and Joe, I don't know if you saw my, if you check Facebook anymore or saw my picture up on there, but uh, you may have noticed that I'm now rocking a beard. Yes, it's, it's, it suits you quite well. Really? Okay. This is interesting because, so here, here's the story. There's like a mark on my neck and one of the things I was checking to figure out what this ailment was because my sister went into the emergency room like last month for a MRSA infection. So, and this thing has been on my neck for like six months or so now. So I was like, oh my God, it's MRSA. Maybe it's cancer. So I go there and the doctor's on Zoom and he takes a, takes a close up look at it. And he's like, okay, right off the bat, it's not cancer. So calm there, down there. And it would be significantly bigger if it was MRSA. So he suggested, you know what? But uh, I think you shaving is agitating it. So I want you to stop shaving. So it's on my neck, but, I, but I'm not going to not shave my neck and just have a hairy neck. That's just going to look weird. So. <laughs> You're rocking the old neck beard. <laughs> Oh, indeed. So I just said, all right. I was like, all right, fine. I'll grow the beard. And goddamn, I hate this thing. It's so itchy. It's keep in mind, I've gone through a spoiler for one of the other updates. It was my birthday just yesterday. (laughs) And uh, I've gone through no beard for like 40 years now. And so having hair there now is fucking weird. So I'm just like eternally itching it. And it's funny because I, I know plenty of friends with beards and now I'm consulting with them, not realizing there's this whole culture of taking care of your beard and stuff that I had no, no knowledge about. <laughs> so I go in the shower now, I'm washing it, I'm conditioning it, trying to get the shit softer and whatnot. And the, and the plan was, okay, once this mark is gone, just take the thing off. But the wife loves it. <laughs> Which, which I, I figured she would hate it because I'd imagine it's itchy kissing this shit. But no, she loves it. Every friend of mine has complimented me on the beard. And I don't often get compliments on my look. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like I'm going to have to keep it. Like I just I actually ordered a uh, beard uh, kit from Amazon oh, by uh, this group, group called Vikings. So I'll be uh, trying that out to try to get it. I'm actually like talking to people at work and facebook and whatnot trying to get tips on how to deal with the beard i'm I'm guessing it'll be less itchy and whatnot once i a treat it and b it grows like a little bit longer i think it's been like this is like the fourth week of me growing it out Uh, so i'll be looking at it i've been trying to figure out what to do with it whether to leave the whole thing up or maybe i'll go with like a william Riker style (laughs) type of beard going on on but We'll see. So there's that. You know, I thought about that, but there's no, (laughs) there's no, (laughs) just, just keep, just keep away from the vicious bigotry and you'll be all right. (laughs) Put that in the back of the Hulkamania box right there. Just stay away from the vicious bigotry. And he's actually a fun, entertaining guy. And then, of course, there was my birthday. And this is one where, you know, this is going to be just between you and me here. And people who listen to the show who's not my wife. And the four dozen listeners we have. Indeed. And don't forget all those people in Vietnam, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, 
so she uh, bought me so she decided to get me a gift for my birthday and uh we were watching we've been watching like this barbecue show i think it's called pit masters on uh on netflix mm. and they actually had like this whole uh chef series based on on them too and as you guys may may remember i lived in raleigh north carolina for a long time like eight years or so and i i just said one day you know once one of my biggest regrets that we never found a barbecue place and we lived in bloody North Carolina, yeah, which is like, yeah, it's a, yeah, to put it in perspective, imagine going to Italy and not ordering pasta of some kind <laughs> like that, that. That's essentially what it's like. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so she, she actually found this place. It's called uh, Buxton hall. It's in Asheville, South Carolina. And uh, it is run by what is who is uh, I can't remember his name, but he's like the number one pit master in the United States right now. So her idea was like, all right, we're gonna go to this place. Gonna You're gonna have some. So now here's now here now on paper that is a great idea. <laughs> now here's a, <laughs> and I, I'm. I've been withholding telling, sharing this with Sandra because how awful of a husband am I to nitpick oh, a gift. But me and Sandra have like this uh, ongoing comparison about us that we, the, the main difference between her and me <laughs> is she, she stares at the destination. She says, okay, this is the end game and uh, this is where we need to go. And she'll go towards there not looking at the road. I, on the other hand, am staring intently at the road as the journey is a lot of times as important, if not more important than the destination itself. And there are drawbacks and issues to there. So Sandra was looking at this. The issue is Malcolm never had a really good barbecue joint. Let's take him to a really good barbecue joint. And on paper, that is sound logic. (laughs) That is fantastic. Now, if you stare at the road though, you, you realize some things that one, Malcolm is an introvert and Asheville, South Carolina is over eight hours away driving. <laughs> and we basically, <laughs> and Malcolm has been feeling run down as all get out, as I've mentioned earlier, uh-huh. was kind of needed the day off. And I'm going to ask him to wake up at seven, drive for eight hours, get there at around three or four so he can have a 20 minute meal. <laughs> And then I'm going to ask him if he wants to do anything, realizing he's going to say no, because we, if we leave right now, we'll be back home at around 11, 1130 or so and drive eight hours back. <laughs> you guys didn't stop like at a motel before heading back? Well, no, because the plan was to, because uh, I, I, I was going to go, because it's not even that I had, if we had, if this was on a weekend, that'd be one thing, but it was like. I had to go to work. We both had to go to work tomorrow. Like she was, yeah, she was already missing a day of work to do this with me. And, you know, ideally thinking back on it, we should have done on the weekend, but here's why we didn't. As I found out after getting home now, keep in mind, I'm an introvert. I need some time to recharge. I don't like being in the car for a long amount of times. And I've told her, I don't like these 20 hour car rides. Like we usually have to do when we want to visit my family in Maine. It's like a 20 hour one way trip. And, uh, I essentially spent my birthday 16 hours or so was in a car (laughs) and I was miserable, (laughs) but I'm keeping it in. I'm doing my best. Like, Hey, 
my wife is doing this because she loves me. I will endure it for this one day. And next year, I will make it a point to tell her, just buy me a gift. (laughs) (laughs) And let me stay at home. Just buy buy the sauce from the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. And right. (laughs) So we get home. I'm tired. I'm leaning against the the stove because I'm like about ready to collapse. And then she lays down the chestnut. Oh, hey, just remember we got the game this Saturday, which is in two days. And I'm and here's the thing: in us doing a game, it's mean we're going to drive to Raleigh, North Carolina, which is three and a half hours away, if we don't make any stops. And it was at this point that this was the proverbial straw that broke the camel's wait, back. Wait, wait, what game? D and D. She's oh, actually been okay. experimenting with uh, Dungeon the Dragons, and she's actually a really, really good DM. I've been enjoying her games. the The only issue is that there's only two of us playing so far. Uh. Uh, but you know, I've been enjoying it so far. She actually built this. It's very video gamey, and like a in terms of being a this huge world like she essentially brought broke down to like okay these are the side quests you can do and here are the uh, side missions like she created an arena that we can go and train at and if we do really well at we can get a feat there's an academy we can study at and gain knowledge of things and so that we can do things more effectively in the game like she's actually put in a lot of work Eric now granted she kind of gave it as an expedition dump in the Saturday's game. But, but anyway, so I, so, so this is another trip that we go down to on Saturday and it was a fun game. The only problem is the other player, her best friend. And uh, one of my, my friends too, uh, doesn't like being social for too long. So we basically drove three and a half hours to play two hours of game <laughs> and then watch her play Genshin impact so she could try to get Sandra into it. I don't think she succeeded. (laughs) (laughs) And then we drove three and a half hours back. So I I spent most of my birthday week in a car and I'm not, I'm not happy. So that's 22 hours in a car, 22 hours in a car. (laughs) Uh, And I never want to step foot in that car ever again. I know I'm going to have to Joe, but I really don't, don't want want to again. (laughs) Well, buddy, let and me this... tell you, me and Sandra were talking and you road tripping to Chicago to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, if you guys ever want to do anything nice for me, just get me a gift. I mean, heck, there's a video game console that's coming. Just buy it would have been cheaper just to buy me a game. <laughs> just think about that. I'll buy you bug snacks when it comes out. Hey, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come pick it up though. Speaking of which, that's a, an effective transition to whining about me and my white privileged birthday or whatever. <laughs> oh, poor baby got driven to the number one barbecue place in America. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, that's been that's been me. I did, was there any stories going on in your world that you wanted to share here, <laughs> Joe? Uh, no, it's been pretty much the same thing I've been doing for the last seven months, which is uh, hanging out at home, uh, hoping that... Uh, this stupid thing would go away so I could go to work again. <laughs> uh, mm. And uh, no dice on that front. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hear you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, quite a bit of shit has happened since we lasted the show. So do you want to get right into it? Um, yeah, we could. Um, you know, like when we restarted the show, we didn't want to do a whole lot of news. But, um, you know, when the news is so fucking big, uh, it's hard not to talk about it. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got two new consoles coming out. I feel like we kind of have to say something. Yeah, I mean, um, we're two weeks away from these things launching. Uh, you know, that's a big deal. Uh, last time we recorded, we didn't have all the details on both consoles, and now they're out on November 10th and November 12th, <laughs> which is uh, not very long at all from here. Uh, oh, no. I, that's going to be a weird weekend for me because... Uh, Destiny 2, which, uh, as you've heard, I've been playing a lot of, uh, the the new DLC comes out on the 10th. Mm-hmm. That, then after that is me and my wife's anniversary. And fun fact, next year will be our 10th anniversary, so we're already discussing renewing the vows and whatnot. Oh. Uh, and then the day after that is PS5, so it's going to be a busy <laughs> time. <laughs> All equally important. Oh, yeah, they're, they're right on par with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and the fun part about these next-gen consoles is that they were a breeze to pre-order. <laughs> no issues whatsoever. None Everyone whatsoever. knew what was going on at all times and were, was able to pick up their console of choice uh, with, with, with minimum <laughs> resistance. It was all... Small side. <laughs> so... All right, so PS Five that was a, that was a dumpster fire when that happened. Yeah, I mean, first of all, and, yeah, like that's the console coming out on November twelfth. Uh, indeed. And uh, there's two models: uh, the, the five hundred dollar model and the four hundred dollar discless uh, digital only edition. I'm the heathen of this group. I'm the one getting the discless one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what the the PS Five pre order issue was an issue. And it wasn't great at all. Uh, and Xbox wasted no time throwing some shade <laughs> on the PS5. I mean, tweeting out, hey, this is one that's going to be pre-ordable. <laughs> it's going to be so smooth. And the, it wasn't. In the moment, <laughs> they were right to do it. In the moment. Because um, Sony uh, did a couple of things where it's like, this should not have been the way it was. Uh, for one, they... Uh, <laughs> For one, they they uh, they when when they had an interview with Jeff Keighley over the summer, they're like, oh yeah yeah, when pre order when we're ready to start pre orders, we'll give everyone advance notice. Uh, you'll have plenty of time. It'll be great. Um, and then on top of that, uh, what, what was it like two weeks before pre orders actually started? Um, like they sent out email invitations to quote unquote their most viable or like. I don't know. I don't know what criteria they use, but they but a lot of people uh, got an email saying, "Hey, you want to pre-register for 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 uh, pre-ordering the PS5? You'll be the first to know. You'll be the first to pre-order. It'll be great." It's like, uh, okay, sure, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I threw my name in the hat. Hey, yeah, I, I have I, a podcast. I, no. <laughs> I imagine a lot of people did, and like they, the email was like super weird, and it's like all this criteria for how they supposedly selected people. It's like, oh yeah, like depending on on your play activity and this or that or whatever, like, you'll, you'll probably have a good shot at pre-ordering this thing. It's like, okay. And, uh... <laughs> fast forward. Yeah, yeah, fast forward to, to the day when, uh, when Sony announces, like, the the price and date for, for uh, the PS5 with their last showcase. Um, and everyone's like, okay, uh, when are we gonna be able to actually pre-order this thing? Uh, and within the hour... Well, first of all, like Jeff Keighley was the one who was like talking to Sony after their the presentation. They're like, "Oh yeah, we'll expect 
they said to expect pre orders tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, weird that you wouldn't just put that in the presentation, yeah. but all right. Fun fact Jeff Keighley was a bigger source of news for the PS5 than the PS5 presentation <laughs> itself. It's like, this isn't how it should be at all, but all right. Um, so, yeah, he's tweeting out, like, oh, um, oh, two things he tweeted out. It's like, one, Demon Souls remastered that's a launch game because god forbid we tell you that during the presentation uh, that that was a what the fuck moment <laughs> you think they would have had the di- it takes like two seconds to just like edit the date into the freaking trailer for christ's sake yeah it, it's silly um and then after that it's like yeah and then the other big thing was like yes pre-orders should start tomorrow um uh, and then within about half an hour of that <laughs> uh, i think like walmart just started like hey yeah here's your Here's our pre-orders. Um, yeah, that that's been the common theme I've heard in the reports that it was Walmart who couldn't hold it until <laughs> midnight and just started doing the pre-orders, which caused other people yeah. to do it. And, and then suddenly it's like, oh shit! Well, I guess Target gets to like then Target and then like Best Buy, like all of them. They're like, oh, well, shit! If Walmart's dropping, it will drop. And it's like, what the fuck? Uh, I mean, we're just like Walmart, except red. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fancy Walmart. It's not, it's not better than that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then before you know it, um, pre-orders are basically sold out everywhere um, within, like, the hour of that presentation ending. Uh, and just no word from that stupid email that that people uh, were told to, to pre-register <laughs> with. Um that fucking email goddamn <laughs> which I, you know a lot of people end up getting you know like the next day or a couple days after um which you'll joe know. i got i got mine like a week later <laughs> i never got mine at all oh <laughs> <laughs> um but fortunately uh i guess uh fortunately amazon was the last to, to really launch their pre their uh pre-orders um still not the next day like a few hours later or a couple hours later, um, I was able to snag one there. Um, shout out to Wario sixty four as always. It's always on the button with all this, yeah, uh, all this pre-order we, stuff. Um, yeah, so that was it. That's how I was able to secure my pre-order. Oh, by the way, fun little peek behind the curtain. One last time. Uh, this will be the last thing I talk about as far as the MacBook dying. But uh, this is actually a historic. It- episode because typically i've been using all my programs that i've been using for for the most of the life of this show ever since we figured out how to do it in one go uh however with that with the mac being gone those mac programs are now also gone so we are back to audacity and and fun fact about audacity it lets you know how much disk space you have that you can record for (laughs) so folks if we there's ever a huge huge news dump feel safe in the knowledge that we have or at least i have about enough space for 890 hours of recording time <laughs> uh no there's no way we'd ever do it that long because i've only got enough space for uh about 582 hours so. and we'd need more alcohol i feel <laughs> <laughs> we probably need some food in between too oh god yeah right. <laughs> uh but anyway yeah like uh, so it just literally came out of nowhere. And if it wasn't for the fact that I was up late anyway, because <laughs> I had the outside hope that maybe that Amazon was waiting till noon like the, or midnight, excuse me, they would be the lone good boy store. Granted, 
it was 11.45, but I guess close enough <laughs> is what they're thinking. And uh, I was able to get it thanks to Wario posting about it. And uh, I think me and yeah, me and you both got it around. This. No, you got it from Target, right? No, I got it from or Amazon. Amazon as well? Okay, yeah. excellent, excellent. So we got it on there. But it was kind of a dumpster fire. It's like, hey, don't worry. It's going to happen tomorrow to two hours later. Get it now or else it's gone. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> And you know, and you know, people are whining and people are upset, and a lot of them have a right to be upset. Like some of those pre-orders just didn't, didn't just didn't work. Like they got it, and then like a few hours later, they're like, "Hey, just so you know, like me and Joe, we actually both got letters from Amazon, was saying, hey, we can't really guarantee it's <laughs> going to be there on the twelfth. Just so you know, even though you were right, bloody there, like, <laughs> yeah, like." Uh, <laughs> like like I feel like, like this is like exclusively a video game problem. Like I I don't hear about these kinds of like supply chain issues with other with other things, you know. Oh, but buddy, buddy, iPhones all day long. You you see this all the time with iPhones. <laughs> People were getting fist fights back in the day for iPhones. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lot easier now. <laughs> Mm. Uh, you, you still run into the, what we're seeing now. Like you could pre-order it, and it'll maybe get to you around the release date of that. But uh, I can tell tell you from experience, there are times where you would have a line out of the store and into the parking lot of people wanting to get an iPhone, and we'd be lucky to get twelve of them in. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh god, I I was only in one officially for once i was usually working at other stores that didn't carry the iphone and we got the iphone i think this was the time of the iphone 6 and that's when they had the 6 and the bigger one the 6s and we only got one two of the 6s uh, six plus. so okay thank you uh that's right 6s is the update a year later yeah. but anyway so person comes in the store my customer comes in the store hey i'm malcolm Typically, I make small talk, but really quick. Do you want the big or the little one? And he says, the big one. All right, all right, hold on. I go over and grab it, which apparently pissed off a few people who were ahead of this guy. Uh, but I was the only one who immediately jumped to, which one do you want? I'll go grab it, and let's go sit down. <laughs> but hey, that customer left happy, so I did my job. <laughs> get your shit and get out. That's the ultimate customer <laughs> in service experience. He doesn't need me to shop him around with the phones. He knows what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, so, yeah, Microsoft uh, would later tweet in kind as, you know, granted, they had a fair amount. As you're, you're right, they had the right to. It, they were justified in doing so. Hey, just a reminder, it's going to come out here and it's going to be significantly easier. I may have thrown in that last part, but that's the implication. Yeah. And Joe... Just out of curiosity, Joe, I, I don't know how much you remember. Did they, in fact, wait until the specific time to for preload orders to start? Um, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, huh. The only retailer that was a little slow on, like, like Best Buy was a little slow on releasing theirs, but otherwise everybody started uh, started at about the agreed time. All right, splendid. So, but... People were still having issues pre-ordering uh, the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Microsoft has like a direct store uh, that you can buy their stuff from as well, and like that's where it's like I think the most embarrassing, honestly, because they, um, like you're, you're the company. <laughs> like you know exactly how many, 
uh, how many consoles do you have available for you to sell, and then like how many people are going to come looking for the stupid thing. Uh, and on top of the fact that you guys sell like a web service, like you guys sell like cloud computing services, uh, and your and their fucking website can barely handle all the traffic. It's like okay, this is embarrassing <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but. Let's look at the silver lining here, Joe. That just simply means that these consoles are going to sell a lot. Yeah, and it, it was. Yeah, it it wasn't to me. It wasn't that long ago that news stations were talking about how, oh, consoles are dying. We're lucky to see another generation. Well, we're seeing another generation, <laughs> and uh, things are going great. So. Oh man, and um, yeah, on the Microsoft front, I guess we should talk about the. Xbox a little bit because I don't think we had the full details uh, last time we recorded almost two months ago. Yeah, uh, this uh, this story, which I believe we're going to go into, this literally happened like a day or two after we recorded, like to a point that I was like, maybe we should do another show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, before we get in, I mean, like, like first let's talk about the actual like hardware itself, I guess. Um, okay. Like. You know, like the PlayStation, there's two different Xboxes, but the difference here is that they're two pretty distinct boxes as opposed to, you know, just one being simply discless, uh, a discless version of the same machine. Um, we've got the Series S and the Series X, uh, kind of like how you have the Xbox One S and the X uh, currently, um, with X being the higher-end model, um, you know, that push 4K graphics and 120 frames and... Uh, it's got a full terabyte uh, drive, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, whereas the Series S is much smaller. Um, I believe they said 60% smaller uh, than the Series S or the Series X, rather. Um, they claim I think it's like two Game Cubes. It looked <laughs> like to me. They claim it to be the smallest Xbox ever, um, which is pretty impressive, I guess. Um, mm. And. Uh, you know, it won't do full 4K. It'll do like 1440p maximum. So if you hook it up to a, a good, you know, like monitor, you'll get the full potential from that. Um, like it's only got 500 uh, gigs of storage. It's it, it has no disk drive whatsoever. So it's a purely digital machine. Um, and while the Series X is a $500 competitor to the PlayStation 5, um, the Series S is only $300. Uh, which is mm. a pretty compelling <laughs> price point, I think. Um, like, we haven't had a, a console. I mean, a console's launch. The last console to launch for, like, $300 was the, like, Xbox 360. Um, they had two SKUs back in the day, too. Like, the the, the, the the core edition, which was the one without a hard drive, that one is $300 versus the, the $400 regular version, uh, the 20-gig hard drive. Um I think that was by last, by last system to sell that. You mean just for Microsoft? Uh, yeah, because obviously the Switch. Is okay. Too, I, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Nintendo's on some. They're on a different. Like they're over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I love what they're doing, but they're, it, it, it's hard to compare them one to one uh, mm. to, to to Sony and Microsoft. Um, but yeah, um, three hundred dollars is a good price point. I'll, I'll give them that. <laughs> All right. It, this is like one of the few launches where 
you're looking at the strategy between the two companies and you really can't sit there. I really can't sit and say, I don't know what they're thinking by doing this. Like <laughs> both of them have two really unique strategies going about it. Like Xbox having a console that's $300. And now it's not going to be as strong, obviously as the, as the series X, but Hey, it's a good entry point for you. Right. And, it, it's still, and if what you're looking for is price, then Microsoft's going to do it. However, if we're talking about bang for your buck and you're okay with the no discs, then I do like the strategy with the uh, discless PS5 where, yeah, there's no Blu-ray, but that's literally it. It's still the same. It's the same package as you would get by dropping the extra 100 bucks. You're just, if you're okay being all digital, then you're getting the full most powerful PS5 experience right. for just a hundred bucks more. And of course you got the higher options, which offer what they offer there. And each one's powerful. Like I was listening to podcasts and people were actually critiquing PlayStation for like, they're focusing too much on hardware, which is kind of nuts compared <laughs> when you think about their competitor here, which still has more teraflops might I add, but, uh, but I, I, I'm seeing how both of them are strategizing, how they're releasing each box, how they're pricing each box. And I'm just looking at it like, okay, that makes sense. That This makes sense. That, that there's going to be something for somebody with with it, with these uh, ideas here. So, yeah, bravo to both both sides, I have to say. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, and, uh, you know, even though the Series S is a little less powerful than the Series X, um, and, like, it's even got... It's like, oh, it's like it's got fewer teraflops than the than Xbox One X. What's going on with that? It's like, yeah, but the CPU is a lot faster, um, and, it's, mm. and it's got the the same uh, the same solid state style uh, drives uh, that the PS Five and the Series S have, Series X have. So um, you know, it's still a proper <laughs> next gen experience and upgrade over over the previous stuff, uh, and they just three hundred dollars. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think a lot of people are really are even now still sleeping on the processor power of the uh, PS5. And it's one of those I don't think people are going to realize how big of a deal it is until they play those old PS4 games on there, which they've said are going to have updated specs and be get that PS5 power when you're waiting for a match in Monster Hunter and it move and it's like a fraction of the time or when you're zipping around in Spider-Man and the loading screen is a fraction of the time. Like, you know, like that after a while you're going to realize, Oh, sh this is kind of a game changer. Shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, f I feel like it's a really, really, really awesome stuff. Uh, one thing I did want to mention here, just because this is like one of the, those Spinetti yeah, little things. That's my last name for new people. Uh, <laughs> things that I found interesting, mainly cause I used to work, uh, repairing hardware for a little while and uh, Sony actually released an entire YouTube video breaking down a PS5 from like literally they just break one out at the start of the box and it's interesting because you get to see this we actually got to see the stand uh, like it's actually like kind of screwed in from like the bottom and uh, how it works and whatnot but then they proceed to break this thing down to the point where it's literally completely disassembled. The heat sinks off and they're basically showing you how to do that, yeah. which is kind of crazy because Sony doesn't want you doing that. <laughs> like they, 
they've made it a point that they have their own, they're kind of Apple-ish and that they have their own guys that'll take it apart for you and look into it. If you do any of that stuff on your own, then you're SOL. Uh, but they show you how to do it. We get to see the fans, probably the most fantastic console in the history of consoles there. A little pun there for you. I'm 40. And, uh, and, they be, and they also show you off some interesting stuff. Like apparently, like you don't need to worry about voiding the warranty to put in that extra SSD, which we're probably going to want to do you know, uh, to run things on there. And uh, it's, I guess the real big takeaway a lot of people took is how big this thing is. Like, <laughs> it's probably about the size of my entire abdomen and chest. <laughs> Chunky boy. <laughs> yeah, which, which is fine. I mean, my desktop is about that big. And uh, thankfully, flat screens are a thing, so it can probably fit pretty snugly behind there. But uh, that's a big deal. Like, where I used to work, we would basically we would figure out how to take things apart by YouTubing the videos. Mm-hmm. There's a little peek behind the curtain for you, Break I Fix, which has new management, so hopefully people have actual training there now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to see it from beginning to end, so you now know how to do it. So that that's pretty big. That that's like one of those low key big things that I don't think people quite understand there. But yeah, well, sure. what did, did you see the breakdown video at all? No, I did, I did, um, and yeah, you're right. Like. Um, Companies, you know, it's not just it's not just uh, Sony or Apple. A lot of companies are very, uh, very. Uh, they keep that stuff close to the chest usually, um, because you know they want to be able to report that stuff themselves and not sell. Like they want to like not sell parts to <laughs> to repair uh, shops and have to make you you know go to them for for repair. Um, which is pretty crappy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah, for them to just go out and say, "All right, all right, right, fine. Here's how you disassemble it." Um, yeah, like that's a that's a big deal. Hopefully, it's a yeah. sign of things to come for other companies doing similar. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, what else you got there, buddy? All right. Um, the other big thing uh, that came out <laughs> <laughs> right before. Uh, what a coincidence, the day before the, the pre-orders launch for Xbox, <laughs> uh, Microsoft just went out and bought Bethesda. <laughs> Impulse buy. Just bought themselves <laughs> Bethesda. $7.5 billion for, for ZeniMax, uh, which is the parent company. So, um, yeah, they own all that. All, they own all that now. <laughs> uh, the Dooms, the Wolfensteins, the, 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 everything else under the umbrella. No. Uh, the, the, the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, the, those could now be Xbox exclusives now. I don't know if they will, but they could be. Um, now, Bethesda is working on several things that they had already announced <clears throat> as coming to PlayStation, such as uh, that Deathloop game. Uh, yeah. So things like that, you know, they're still gonna, of course, honor, uh, honor those commitments as, as they're usually pretty good at doing. Um, like when they bought Double Fine, um, everyone's like, "Well, what about Psychonauts?" Like, yeah, Psychonauts is still coming out uh, everywhere that it was announced for. So, um, but you know, for something as huge as, you know, like not even just Doom, like Doom's a big deal, but like the biggest part of this deal in my opinion is you know it's like fuck elder scrolls is a huge fucking deal um 
people love them from Skyrim. They've bought like people buy Skyrim for their fucking toaster at this point. <laughs> is Skyrim like the new Mario Brothers, where you're like, how many times have you bought this one game? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what 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 they do with that. Like on the one hand, like that would be a very good card for them to play. Like, ha, it's only on Xbox um, and PC, I guess. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, man, that'd be a lot of money to leave on the table. I don't know. Yeah, I now. Do you have the actual figure that they paid? What was it like, fifty-four billion or something no, like that? No, seven and a half billion, seven point five, which is a fucking ton of money. I think that's more than what Disney paid for Star Wars. <laughs> it, it, it's more than what they paid for Star Wars and Marvel combined, is what I heard. Uh, yes, I, I believe so. That's which is. Absolutely. Which really think about that? Yeah, they bought <laughs> they bought Marvel for about four billion, four point two four billion. Uh, let's see, and then let's see, Star Wars was four billion. So about the, a little less than both of them combined, but still much more than either of them by themselves, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it. Like I, I I've been one of those guys who would tease uh, tease Xbox. Like, oh, what exclusives do you have? And it's easy to forget that Microsoft is a big, huge company. Yeah, it's way that, bigger than Sony is as a whole. And they can do stuff like, okay, well, we'll just buy this big studio here. Now, <laughs> and by big studio, I mean Bethesda. <laughs> like, and it, and uh, they're honoring their deals now, but when Doom 3 comes out, is that going to come out to PS4, PS5? When, uh, El- is Elder Scrolls at this point? I think it's a fair, fair question because they we haven't seen too much of it. But is Elder Scrolls Six going to come out to PS Five? And and it's an interesting question, and it could be also a precursor of what's to come. I'm like, is this the beginning of a bidding war? Which Sony could not win a bidding war with with them, or are we going to start seeing Sony and Microsoft, for that matter? Start making these big moves. Like, I, I don't know if you if you've been hearing it, but I've been hearing a lot of rumors that Sony is going to be purchasing Konami or at least their video game library. Right. Yeah. Like I've heard a lot of. Like I don't think they're really credible rumors. Like I don't think anyone's really looking to buy these companies or their properties. Um, I think it's. I think it's mostly just people kind of like wishing for it. Like, oh man, if Microsoft bought that, like. Wouldn't it be cool if Sony bought, I don't know, Sega or some shit? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, like, like, honestly, I don't want any of that stuff. <laughs> um, like, I think it's... Ultimately, well, I think it's it's not... Like, I don't think it's good for competition to just buy up a bunch of, like, giant third-party studios. Uh, I, I, I do hear what you're saying. And I agree. You don't want Coke and Pepsi buying up all the drinks, so to speak, if you catch my drift. That being said, somebody please buy Konami because they're just sitting on these classic (laughs) titles for fuck's sakes. (laughs) And then rehire Hideo Kojima to do the new Silent Hills game, please. (laughs) Oh, that's a, by the way, that's a small bummer that I found out. It seems like PT won't be able to be transferred to the PS5, which is... uh. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, for one, it's, you know, like, yeah, of course, it's, it's, 
Like, it was never even a full game, you know? It was a demo for a game that never even came out. That teaser is like the Flappy Birds of uh, consoles right now. <laughs> yeah, you can sell your PS4 for, like, triple. Uh, I just got it installed <laughs> on the hard drive. <laughs> oh, my God. But I hope that's not what's going to happen. That being said, I don't know, know if it won't. But... I will say, uh, Joe brings up a strong point. Sony has money. They don't have Microsoft money. They don't have, they, you know, like there's, and even like companies like Disney, there's a reason why you only hear them buying one major thing every year. And that's Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, and plus like when something like this happens, there's a lot of red tape to go around too. So. Right. Yeah. Like I'm essentially sure, the acquisition isn't going to be official until sometime in 2021. Uh, but in the meantime, like, they're like, yeah, we'll also be adding all these games to Game Pass, of course, but yada yada. Um, like I think, oh, yeah. uh, like I think Doom Eternal came out on Game Pass uh, at the beginning of the month. Yeah, and uh, you know, another example like uh, the merger between Metro PCS and T-Mobile, like that happened back in like 2013. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until recent, a couple of years ago that we really started seeing that merger come to fruition. And I have a friend who works at, at Metro PCS and that the changes to management just hit like over the summer. So, so to give you an idea how long it could take for their, for those lasting effects to hit. So fingers crossed, people. You may be able to play Elder Scrolls Six on PS Five. You, <laughs> but yeah, this this is a huge, huge deal. Now, do I think this puts them on par with PS Five in my opinion, or PlayStation in my opinion, as far as exclusives go? Not really. Like uh, freaking, a, we had an hour and a half long conversation about Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> And the meanings of certain things and what the story meant to Joe and his interpretations of it and why it was a game of the year contender. And and I don't know if you gave it a 10 out of 10, but it wouldn't surprise me if you did (laughs) it. But those are the types of game PlayStation makes They're They're in the nines and tens business. Like when God of War two was announced and people lost their mind and (laughs) When Naughty Dog does anything, people look up and notice. And like, <laughs> so, and Bethesda, God bless them, but most of their games are around what the eight to eight point five range. I don't know, man. Skyrim is like one of the most beloved games of all fucking time. Yeah, but that came out how long ago now? Uh, it came out on eleven eleven eleven, if I remember correctly. Well, no, it came out on the day I was married. <laughs> yeah. Huh, that's why, yeah, okay, but the point did still stands. Did you also like, 11, 11, 11 as a marketing ploy? <laughs> uh, I bought, I got it as a uh, memory ploy. Is what <laughs> You're not forgetting when you got married with that date, dude. Come on. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's still like nine years ago now. Like it's like how many games since then have been quite have been Skyrim. I don't even think the next Elder Scrolls had the same same buzz well, and achievements that Skyrim there did. There hasn't been a next Elder Scrolls. <laughs> that's that's what Elder Scrolls Isn't Skyrim Skyrim 4? No, Elder Scrolls that's Elder Scrolls 5. Skyrim is Oh, 5. okay. 
All right, fair enough. But <laughs> um, make some other games. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they make a lot of other stuff. Like they've got, you know, they've got Fallout. They've got under Bethesda. Doom. They've got Doom under ID. They've got uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, they've got uh, they've got that oh, Starfield. I think is another game that Bethesda is working on. Um, Fallout, by the way, there's a game that fell from grace in the last <laughs> nine years. Um, they've, they've, I, I've heard that they've fixed a lot of what's wrong with Fallout 76. Oh, there, oh there's actually NPCs in there now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, oh I mean, what's what interesting is that they now own Obsidian and Bethesda. Uh, yes. And, that, and Obsidian could, made Fallout New Vegas for Bethesda. <laughs> Uh, and that's one of the more beloved entries in that franchise, even though it ran like total dog shit on my Xbox 360 when I tried to play it. Uh, oh, did you see them giving like the WWE answer to the like somebody tweeted at one of the heads over there, like, "Hey, you guys are are both owned under Microsoft now. Does that mean we could see a sequel to Fallout New Vegas?" And the guy was like, "Vince <coughs> man for a second, yeah, anything gonna happen in the WWE or anything gonna happen in, in <laughs> Xbox?" <laughs> he just shrugged his shoulder. Who knows? Mm. Jesus. <laughs> so let's get that speculation going there. <laughs> but this is this is a huge coup that I like. Uh, like I said, we may not see it till much later in the in the console's life, or maybe even we won't really see it until the next console life. And to Microsoft's credit slash defense, let's not forget they own Minecraft. Yeah. And they haven't pulled that exclusive trigger on that yet, probably because that's a lot of money to just leave on the table. No, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> but then again, they haven't ever like announced a sequel uh, to Minecraft, you know. Indeed, uh, that that's that's going to be the true test. Yeah, although I mean, they did release Minecraft Dungeons. Um, I don't know. Is that on PS4? I know it's on Switch. Hmm. I'll, I'll look that up, but I don't recall seeing it there. Yeah, I'd have to look, but um, yeah. So I mean, so I guess they have put out new Minecraft stuff. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, it's on PS4 as well. So okay, right on. Yeah. So I mean, if there's enough money on the table, I mean, it like I don't like Microsoft is still a big corporation. So if there's anything they love doing, it's it's making more money than God. <laughs> Oh, and they'll find a way, I'm sure. <laughs> Life finds a way. But, yeah, okay, so, well, I guess this is, it's a very big wait and see, but at the very least, it gets some buzz around Microsoft. Like, I, I was a little worried for Microsoft, especially after the Sony presentation, which I thought Sony nailed out of the park. Mm. And Microsoft's uh, presentation was okay. And I <laughs> It was fine, but it didn't really, it didn't, I never got that moment where I, I was like, oh, I need to get this Xbox thing now. But, <laughs> but who knows? But this was a big shot in the arm here. So I'm very curious to see what comes of it later. Did you, do you have any predictions? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, um, the bigger stuff like, um, like other schools, I think that's got to stay multi-platform, uh, it just makes business sense, you know. Hmm. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, 
By the way, I, I will mention this that I was hearing. Did you hear the rumors going around that we are getting a Metal Gear Solid remake? Yes, I believe I shared that link with you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Actually. <laughs> I very much heard yeah, that. D- d- damn it, Joe. I'm trying to start banter. <laughs> I'm here to shut that shit down. <laughs> And from the sounds of it, like it's not just going to be like a Twin Snakes type of deal. It's like they are giving this the treatment. Now, what that, that means, I don't know. But it's going to essentially, like, keep in mind, Solid came back in the PS1 days, of course. Mm. And the most we've gotten to a remaster is, of course, Twin Snakes on GameCube. Yeah. We haven't had a full on like imagine the people what's the name of the group that's doing the remaster for demon souls blue point or something? yeah blue point or... games who've done a lot of uh they've been they've done a very 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 good job of remaking a lot of stuff like i think they did the ratchet and clank remake uh on ps4 they did shadow of the colossus um i think they did a lot of hd stuff for uh Metal Gear solid when that came over from they when they brought that down over to ps3 and xbox 360 um so very, very, very good studio over there for that. Oh yeah, uh, give them metal. if that's gonna happen. Uh, give I would say bring them on there. Goddamn, yeah. like I, I want to see them <laughs> and their take on Metal Gear Solid. And anyway, this Metal Gear Solid is one of the best bits of uh, best video games of all time, mm. in my opinion. Like good, like I don't know if you uh, like. There's so much lore, and I'm such a lore guy. <laughs> With video games. Like, it took me, I think, two and a half hours before I officially started the game. Because uh, I don't know if you remember, Joe, but you when you, like, at the title screen, it gives you the option where you can essentially listen to the tapes of them talking with Snake after, I guess, they dragged him out of Alaska and what have you. <laughs> yeah. Which opened up more videos and more videos and more tapes them breaking down each and every boss so it's like you're like your snake and you're getting the whole story <laughs> on what's going on and what what it is that you're being in, sent in to do right. so oh my god and i i didn't play the game for i, I hadn't even pressed start officially on the game and already this is like oh god oh, this is the greatest game ever made oh <laughs> <laughs> so i'm really really curious to see what what they're gonna do is because so far the remasters, more often than not, maybe you if you really search, you can find me one that was a stinker. But I thought I think I feel like they've all nailed it out of the park so far with the remastered PlayStation Classics. Yeah, as far as I know, they've they've not made a bad one yet. So, hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited about this, especially if that's a PS5 exclusive, which chances are it is. Is uh, this is one of the and. It sounds like they're doing remasters of also Solid 2 and 3. And I, I think somebody found, like, the listings for them on Amazon for PC, excuse me. So not officially the console, mm. but they're still there. And that's lending credence that, credence that they're doing something. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love to see it. Uh, as, as you would, and I'm sure millions of others would. Um, that's something I'll snap up in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. Seeing how well so many other remakes have gone lately, um, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake was tremendous. Uh, Demon Souls looks tremendous. Um, yeah, man, give give it a whirl. All right. Oh, Demon Souls! Demon Souls look. Let, let's not just like, ignore 
that it's a tough game <laughs> and the gameplay. It looks incredible. Like, like I, I think like when I, it makes me actually think back to Final Fantasy VII Remake, where I don't know if you saw the IGN video review for it. Mm. Uh, the last line I think encapsulates how that game looks to someone like me, where it's like it's not the Final Fantasy that you remember; it's the Final Fantasy that you remember in your heart. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is how this is the same thing with Demon Souls here. Like I just looked at it and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is exactly how it was like." My God! And then you go back and watch the PS3 footage. Like, oh wow! <laughs> Not that it looked like garbage, but it it, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of incredible that it became a phenomenon that it did. <laughs> but yeah, that game looks freaking fantastic. I'm still trying to work out. Which game? Uh, it's going to be Demon Souls, I guess. But I, it's that, or I'm going to get that. I'm trying to figure out if I can get Miles alongside of it, or do if I have to save for a paycheck or two. Mm. But we'll see. Now, would you get the the ultimate version of that with the the Spider Man remaster, uh, or just the Miles game by itself? Oh God, that's a tough question. Like, I I guess it would depend. <laughs> and, and I mean. Is your love for the original Peter Parker so great <laughs> that he would refuse to buy the remaster? I mean, it was a great game. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I like if I can re-get all the platinum trophies and stuff again, then maybe. I, I would assume that it's a separate release with a separate trophy list. Uh, yeah. be, you know, since they're, they're selling it as a completely separate thing. Um <laughs> which 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 is a segue for me here. Um, okay. Peter Parker <laughs> in the Spider-Man remaster, uh, which is cr- oh, which is which is crazy oh. to call it a remaster because the game is only two years old and already looked incredible. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> um, they're they're redoing uh, the game, you know, with with 4K assets and all that stuff. All, all the a PS a proper PS5 version of the 2018 Spider-Man, um, and in doing so. Uh, the recast the face, uh, not the voice. It's still it's still Yuri uh, uh, Yuri Lowenthal doing the voice of Peter Parker, but the the, the face has changed to 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 some. It's a different guy. Yeah, the, I, I, I saw that? the footage of this. And okay, was it the voice actor doing the the motion to capture before? Um, no, no, like the, vo- the I think the. They cast faces and then voices separately. So um, it's just funny. <laughs> it's just extremely funny to me um, that this this poor man, <laughs> the the, the, the PS4 uh, Peter Parker, uh, his face was just not next gen enough. Malcolm, <laughs> gotta gotta get get that get that old shit out of here <laughs> uh, and recast him with some. <laughs> the the real controversy, I guess, is that they. They recast him, and he looks a lot more like Tom Holland uh, now than he did on PS4. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I had a discussion with a friend of mine about this, and and, and she was like, "Like, well, it's no different from when they recast Spider-Man." And no, 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 no. This would be like in Homecoming. It was amazing Spider-Man with the same side actors and characters and boss and beats and whatnot. It's just Tom Holland's there instead. <laughs> of Andrew Garfield. It's, like, it's weird. <laughs> they, they went from dollar store Andrew Garfield to dollar store Tom Holland. 
The unfortunate thing is, I actually, I, I like that guy. Like, <laughs> I, I, you, you know what? And this is like just a, uh, a wild bit of Malcolm speculation here. But do you think this might have something to do, do with uh, the discussion we were literally just having? Are you going to buy the remastered version? Like, hey, maybe if it's like a new character, it'll feel like a new game. <laughs> um, no, I don't think that's quite it. Um, if I if I were to if I were to put a a conspiracy spin on, spin on this, um, I think the one that holds a little bit more water than that uh, would be that you know since the Avengers game that came out uh, is, is having Spider Man as a PlayStation exclusive. Um, and that cast looks like a dollar store MCU game. Uh, they're like, hey, if we've already got dollar store Cap and dollar store Tony Stark and dollar store Thor, uh, maybe we can use the same character model uh, between these two games, between the between uh, Spider-Man and, and the Avengers games. Like, what if we just have the same character model? Uh, and since we've got the dollar store MCU over there, let's just go ahead and whip up a dollar store Tom Holland to go with it. Uh, have you been keeping up with uh, Avengers news out of curiosity, Joe? Uh, not really. Um, I did almost buy that game because it was like $35 on Gamefly, but I, I, I thought better of it. So I can't I can't promise the exact number, but uh, apparently the uh, numbers of players have dropped dramatically to a point where it was like around 1,000 people were playing if not lower than that. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's like Anthem-level numbers right now. On what platform, though? Uh, it was Steam. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, for one, I feel like that's... Like, it, it's a Marvel Avengers game. Like, it's... I think it's... I think a ton of people bought that game. Um, so even if like they're not playing the online part of it a ton, like I think they're probably still fine. <laughs> um, but also like I also think that most people would probably buy a game like that on console anyway. Uh, so I'd be more interested to see like how it's doing on PlayStation and Xbox rather than Steam. Uh, I'll take a look there, but you know they've already delayed all the contact content out, including the new characters. So I'm starting to get worse. All I'm saying is I'm starting to get worried if we'll see Spider-Man. I'll put it like that. I'm sure game. they'll... Brun- I, I'm positive that they'll trump Spider-Man for the <laughs> Avengers game. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> now you can beat up the same robots you've been fighting like never before, oh, man, but with Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hear the story in that game is fantastic, and playing with Kamala Khan is like a, tr- a real treasure, but, but, man, everything I hear about the online portions of that game just make me want to yak <laughs> yeah that, that's a tragedy that i because i hear the same thing the story itself is actually really really good and really really good especially for kamala and the dynamics between the avengers and whatnot it's just that grind for <laughs> the on the online that's a real bummer like uh <laughs> Like, I'll probably get it when we get to around, like, 30, probably 1999. Yeah, because, I mean, the game will... You could just buy the PS4 version and it'll upgrade uh, to the PS5 version whenever that comes out. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I'll, I'll, I guess, to be fair, I guess... I think they just said pretty recently that it's not coming till sometime in 2021. Uh, Ooh. So, I guess maybe... <laughs> I mean, it'll be backwards compatible, I'm sure, to, uh, to your PS5, but... In, oh, the, in the meantime, definitely. but... 
uh, like a native, like actual PS5 version has been coming for a little while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, Spider-Man, we're just, that's what we're just, talking about. <laughs> man, what a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like I was seeing the, like uh, IGN does this thing whenever there's a remaster of any kind where they'll show you the picture of the old version and do like a slow swipe slow wipe excuse me and the other side is the new version or the new gameplay footage they did it for dark souls 3 and uh, dark souls demon souls (laughs) and uh, it was like oh wow and uh but with this one like you're watching like okay this looks great what the hell's going on with peter why is he getting so white (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's just so wild because like it's the only actor who had to get his face recast. It's like, it's like really is like the only one is is the the very like the main character is the one had to get recast, but nobody else. Yeah, I mean, I and going to what you're saying that it looks more like Tom Holland. Like I, it's easy to forget, especially with uh, 2020 being what it is. But let's not forget, we had that big scare earlier in the year. Remember when that was our biggest problem was whether Spider-Man would still be in the MCU? <laughs> oh, man. Simpler times. <laughs> oh, good times. But, yeah, there was that hey, big back and forth. And meeting friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was looking forward to going to an AEW show at some oh, point. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, remember basic human contact? <laughs> Remember when you hearing someone cough and not getting di- get coughing and not getting dirty looks from everybody? <laughs> hey, remember hugs? <laughs> oh, remember what a hug is like? Because I barely do. Oh, high fives! Those were fun. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, like we had that, they had the whole big scare, and uh, MCU, excuse me, Disney and Sony were doing like their little standoff je- gestures, and really, it was only like a month long, but it felt like eternity. <laughs> Because we, you know, we just saw Homecoming and like, okay, that was probably Spider-Man's farewell. Jesus. <laughs> like the next start of Black Widow, there'll be a, a blurb. Spider-Man was uh, killed Mysterio and then flew off to his home planet to escape her. <laughs> Where he died. <laughs> <laughs> just gets poochied. <laughs> You just see like a, or like he, there's a cop. He looks off in the distance, off screen. It's Spider Man. Shoots a gun. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> or like that episode of The Simpsons where they have uh, that Mary Poppins character, and she just flies off with her umbrella, <laughs> and she <laughs> she gets caught into a, she, and she gets hit by an airplane. She gets caught in a jet. <laughs> I'm sure we'll see her again, Lisa. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but anyway uh anyway to, to wrap up my point <laughs> may, oh, maybe sony's like okay well holland's the guy for a while let's make everything look like tom holland now <laughs> oh man which which scarily is probably what it is <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean hey i love tom holland that that is that he's an international treasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But man, oh, be... what a weird thing! Oh man, oh, and he's going to be playing another video game character soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like just yesterday, um, he tweeted out a picture of himself as uh, Nathan Drake on set of that movie that's finally being made after like what eight years or something. Yeah, a long time in purgatory. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think I saw a picture on Instagram uh, or vi- or from. Uh, Instagram 
Uh, Mark Wahlberg, I forgot that he was cast in the movie as Sully, uh, and he's got his Sully mustache on. It's like, all right, I guess that's fine. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is Sully. That is not the choice I would have no, made. No, not, not where I would have gone with it, but uh, he surprised me before, so whatever. It's fine. <laughs> By the way, if, if you watch Nothing matters. one... By the way, I highly recommend uh, anyone who wants a good laugh at Mark Wahlberg's expense, looking up an SNL skit called uh, Mark Wahlberg Talks to Animals. <laughs> <laughs> what's go- What's up, goat? I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> it is hysterical. But anyway. Hey, so. Yeah, so Spider-Man's weird. Uh, hopefully Tom Holland... I'm guessing he's playing young Nathan Drake, or is he Nathan Drake? No, yeah, it's uh, a young Nathan Drake. They're going some prequel. Oh, okay. Well, uh, in the third one, they did meet as, as Nathan was a young kid, so that checks out. Right, so, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? Who cares? <laughs> Better that it's gonna be better than Monster Hunter. I don't know if you saw that shit. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like you could show that trailer, but hide the title, and people would still think it was a sequel to Resident Evil. Uh, yes, because it has the same director and lead as all those wonderful, beloved Resident Evil movies uh, that have all been received super well. Like uh, Sandra. She killed me. Like, I showed her the trailer because she's into Monster Hunter like me. And she's watching the trailer. She's like, they made it a fucking isekai? Uh, now, out of, out of curiosity, do you know what an isekai I, I is? I was about to ask you because I have no fucking idea what that is. All right. So, <laughs> now, you've watched general anime, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen an anime where it's a dude either dying and waking up in another world or finding a portal and going to another world and because they were raised in this other world they are like a monstrous god in this one uh no can't say well there's a bunch of people right now like i totally know what you're talking about there but they're like, uh, it's a running gag that there's so many isekais out there. There's actually an anime where all these isekai characters go to high school together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but some good ones. Uh, My my Life as a Slime, Overlord, heard, uh, Raise Zero, I believe it it, it was. Uh, there There's quite a few where it's just like a dude. Oh, uh, Sword Art Online is kind of like that, except, you know, they're in the virtual <laughs> video game world, I guess, but still. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it is. So, like, in the in the movie, because we can't just have it be, be about the video game, of course. Uh, and Milena Jolovovich, or whatever the, her name is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, she's in the army because of course and uh, her and her troop go into a portal and they end up in another world so it's an easy guy (laughs) so and and of course it's like i see more footage of them shooting the monsters with missiles and machine (laughs) guns than i do them using you do get to see the actual weapons but you have no idea why I mean, uh, this woman can suddenly wield them with such ferocity and skill <laughs> like she's been doing it her whole life. But uh, I I rolled my eyes at that. But I saw uh, but I, I saw Tom Holland dressed up as Nathan Drake, and I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so bit of a bit of a drop off is what I'm saying. Oh, 
All right, but what's uh, the next store we should go over? Uh, let's see here. Um, trophies got a, just a completely overhauled. Yeah, <laughs> freaking a. Um, they've gone for to a system where before I think the level cap on, on your trophy level is like a hundred, um, and at the time I think I was a thirty-one or thirty-two. Um, mm -hmm. And now this this crazy scale goes all the way up to nine ninety nine, uh, and now I'm a level. Let's see here. <laughs> okay, pull up here. So as you pull it up, I'll mention mine. I think I went from like eight level eighteen to three hundred and twenty. I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm at three ninety seven. Um, which uh, I think that puts us both at silver level. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, like um, levels 1 through 299, those are bronze. 300 through 599, those are silver. 600 to 998 is gold. And then 999 gets you plan. Um, yeah, and I think they, they, they're weighing, they're weighing the, the trophies a little differently, I guess, where, um, I mean, I always felt like that was the case anyway, but apparently they've, they're putting more weight on platinum and gold trophies uh, over, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the point. <laughs> well, it, it felt nice to see a high number there. <laughs> like, I think the point is to, because I, I guess a lot of people were already at level 100. Uh, you know, the kinds of people, ah. <laughs> the kinds of people that like buy like every single game to play, to, to collect trophies and, like buying even you know like some games are like three dollars each or whatever and every region has its own trophy set so like let me buy the australian version and the european version and the american version uh and get three different platinums for this one game uh, those people are the kind of people that like we're at level 100 or whatever mm -hmm. i don't know weird so i got a news stories here okay here, I all right, so uh, they recently announced that the PS5 is going to be 99% backwards compatible with PS4 yes. games. And it's so... Pr it That 99%, I really don't feel does it justice. It's more like 99.999999999999. Because <laughs> it's literally, at least according to what we know, it's literally just 10 games yeah. that are not going to be backwards compatible. Right. And Joe, do you... Do you uh, know that list? Because I have it right here in front of I me. I also have it right here in front of me. Oh, God damn. You cheater. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list of stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, what are the games that we are going to have to say goodbye to? All right. Enough medical order here. We've got Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of Kuma, Volume 1, uh, mm. DWVR, uh, Hitman Go, Definitive Edition, uh, Joe's Diner, uh, Just Deal With It. Exclamation point. <laughs> uh, Robinson the Journey. Uh, Shadow Complex Remastered. Uh, Shadwin. TT Isle of Men. <laughs> right on the Edge 2. And We Sing. It's going to be rough. Those are some all-time classics that are leaving. <laughs> uh, now, Shadow Complex Remastered is a fine game. Okay, you played that because I haven't played a single one of these games. Uh, and Hitman Go, I, I played on my iPhone. Uh, a few years ago, and that game's a lot of fun. Um, but you don't need to you don't need to play that on your TV. You could just put it up on your phone. It's fine. Uh, the so rest can it, go. Yeah, the rest can go. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I have no idea what DWER. I'm guessing it's a VR I game. I don't know. Them, I don't know. And I refuse to look. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to learn about this game I'll never be able to play. But this is great news. So, that me- so like, right off the bat, this is before I've, I heard that Destiny 2 was coming in December. But I was like, all right, Destiny's, Destiny 2 is coming. And probably every game that I ever liked on... No, for sure, every game I ever liked on PS4 is right. coming. Now, will it be all out at launch? Probably not, but they're coming. Right. So I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I will be curious to see how uh, these how PS4 games run on PS5 in general, um, mm. because uh, you know Microsoft's made a huge deal uh, of their backwards compatibility, which they kind of have to because there's really nothing coming out for the Xbox Series X. Uh, on day one, so they're like, "Hey, you can play thousands of games uh, via backwards compatibility." <laughs> um, but what they've been doing, uh, at least with the Series X, um, you know, they they sent out hardware to to a bunch of journalists uh, last month, and uh, they were able to test pretty much only backwards compatibility. They didn't have any games to to show them uh, for native Series X games, but the backwards compatibility stuff was super impressive on the Xbox. Uh, uh, Series X, like like adding HDR to to pretty much every game that you can play on it, like including original Xbox games, uh, you know, games that just did not have HDR in mind at all when they were developed, uh, and you know they ran great with HDR, like upscaled to 4K, like running at 60 frames uh, when the game when games would come out at 30 frames originally, like so like major upgrades to these games. Uh, via backwards compatibility, so I, I want to see how how the PS5 uh, stacks up against that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They they've raised expectation because they made it a point to say, "Oh, you're going to see that increased PS5 power yeah. on those uh, backwards compatible yeah, games." But, so yeah, but they didn't really specify what that actually means. Uh, and uh, I think journalists have been getting their PS5s uh, the last couple of days, so hopefully soon uh, before. The system actually launches. We'll be able to see uh, what some of this PS4 stuff uh, looks like on PS5. Yeah, and, and just to go on what you're saying, they haven't really specified, but at the same time, that the longer that goes, the worse it's going to be for them. Because mm. the longer people are just all they know is it's going to be more powerful. It raises the expectations of higher low, faster load times, higher 4K resolution, and yada 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 till it comes this big list and if it comes out and it's like okay faster load times that's it then you're gonna have some people okay that's kind of a bummer no? yeah because i mean you know some like even with a ps4 pro um you know most games have you choose either like a resolution mode or a performance mode where they where you basically have to choose all right you can either have it in 4k or you can have it in 60 frames but you can't have both <laughs> uh even on ps4 pro so it would be cool to basically get both at the same time you know at the very least uh Mm. with uh with the faster loading speeds as well so hopefully that's you know along the lines of what we get but i guess we'll have to wait and see Mm -hmm. all right what's the next story buddy uh let's see here um did not have that opened (laughs) uh let's see i guess the one launch game weirdly for the xbox series x uh, turns out to be Yakuza Like a Dragon. <laughs> mm. uh, that'll be coming out uh, on November 10th uh, for on 
for PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X slash S, but not PS5. Uh, they The PS5 version is the only version of that game not coming out uh, on November 10th. Uh, the PS5 version will be out on March 2nd, 2021. Oof. Uh, so yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's a significant amount of time. That's about four months. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer, though. I guess it works out because, like, I was having, like, a mock... Uh, well, I was having a discussion with Joe. Like, okay, do I get Demon Souls or do I get Yakuza? Which are both solid franchises yeah, that I that I follow. And it was because I was getting notifications all over the place. Oh, it's coming out November 10th, November 10th. Because <laughs> everything needs to fucking come out on November 10th. Like... <laughs> And it was Joe brought it up. Well, it's not coming out for PS5 till March. Like, oh, okay. Well, I can save up some money, but it still sucks because I'm really looking forward to this one. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a thing that it was like, well, I guess I'm buying the Xbox version of this Yakuza game <laughs> so that I could get the I could play the best version of it, I guess, or a next gen version of it uh, on day mm. one. But yeah, I mean, like everything I've seen about that game looks incredible uh like i think it's the first yakuza game that'll have uh english voiceover and japanese voiceover for you to choose from uh, well the first one had well, no, but, but it'll be the first but one. that was purely a like that was just the english dub like there was no way to switch between japanese and oh english. okay okay uh, and i'll probably play it in japanese anyway uh like i've played every other yakuza game um but, but like they, they actually did some pretty good uh work on the localization because uh, there's this one part where you're walking around and uh, you run into <laughs> like an American tourist um, mm-hmm. and it's a thing that doesn't really work in both English and Japanese uh, like if you play the <laughs> Japanese version it's like oh he's speaking to you in English and oh that's weird I'm a Japanese guy I don't know English but if you're playing the game in English and you run into that same guy uh, like they like they've made a funny workaround where it's like he's speaking to you in English and you're responding in English, but you're pretending that you don't understand him. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Ichiban, the character, kind of just looks. Like, and this is all, this only happens in the English uh, voiceover version. It's like he looks at the camera. He's like, "Yep, I don't understand what he's saying." <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's funny. Um, it, it that game's gonna be real fun. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm. Part of me is still a little weary about the turn-based stuff, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. I mean, it's going to have a fantastic story, no matter how many ways you slice it. Yeah, and um, and what I've seen of the gameplay looks pretty fun, anyway. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I'm curious to see how Ichiban works as the essentially the successor to the protagonist <laughs> throne of Yakuza. Yeah. So and unfortunately, I got a little spoiled about a few things, uh, but which I won't share here. Right? Yeah, because the game is out in Japan already. Um, it's been out for a couple months, yeah. I think, at this point. And a lot of it is on my YouTube page. Great! And like, oh, that's Lovely. great. Lovely. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need to make it a point to not look up anything Yakuza related, so it goes away. But uh, I did see some things which has me that I thought looked cool. Yeah. So I'm very curious for, for this one here. It's definitely going to be a day one purchase. Yeah, for sure. I, man, I've, I, the, the, the love I've fostered for the series uh, since it started coming out on PS4, um, it's great. Like, I'm mad at myself for not having played it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell. You. <laughs> oh man, what a treat! Indeed, uh, I, I got a friend of mine who actually did buy Yakuza Zero, <laughs> and she's actually in the, in the process of making a book. And after she's done, she's going to sit down and play it. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be worth it. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> man, I did finish it again, uh, Yakuza Zero, uh, last month. So that that's mm. two 120 hour playthroughs of Yakuza Zero <laughs> that I've put in one on Xbox and one on PS4. <laughs> Now, do you beat Joe Amon as well? Uh, I did not. Uh, yeah. I'm not good enough at the combat for that. <laughs> He's a pain in the ass. Like, I can beat... I beat... It's not really Joe Amon. Yeah, it is Joe Amon. I beat Joe Amon as Goro because you can just do that weird counter move where he just falls into your knife each time. It's actually kind of oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> but with Kiryu versus the other guy, no. Like, I, like, I thought it was pretty well level boosted in uh, Kiwami. Yeah. But I still can't beat uh, Joe Amon. So, yeah, it takes a, quite a few tries. Yeah, like you need to have like your inventory absolutely stocked with health items. And you have to fight tip-top, like minimal mistakes. It's I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no thanks. Look, one of the funniest things. Uh, in uh, in uh, Fist of the North Star, <laughs> Joe Amon is an optional boss in that what? as well. <laughs> He's in oh, and it's so appropriate that he's fighting Kenshiro. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Good. It's good stuff. Good but, stuff. Yeah. All right. What well, what other stuff dropped, dude? Um, Let's see. I That's yeah, pretty much it. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, I wanted to keep it to the major, major stuff. Yeah, I was, I was scratching my head and thinking, you know, like, I think, and I th- feel like we covered a lot of the little stuff in the passing, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to go over, buddy? Um, I mean, you've been playing stuff or no? <laughs> All right, so just to appease the mass, or RK at this point, I did play Genshin Impact. Mm. And uh, you played Genshin Impact as well, yeah, right? But it seems I've been playing it a lot less than either of you two. <laughs> well, you, you played it for... Well, okay, so... <laughs> I played it. I, I just want to say it's a fine game. I do want to preface it. It's kind of... Okay, so I'm still going to go my words because we have a listener who really, really enjoys this game. <laughs> what is Genshin and, Impact, Uh, Well, I think my, my wife looked at it and she's... <laughs> she's in shock Nintendo hasn't sued yet. <laughs> it's like... Because she, she's looking at it, yeah, it's got the anime characters and whatnot, but she's like, this this, this is Breath of the Wild. They just remade Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but let me tell you, let's get that out of the way here, because yeah, there, there's to say there are similarities really isn't really isn't really isn't cu- touching the base here. But I will say they do a lot. Of interesting things here because number one you, you control multiple characters uh each one has like a, it's it's very much like airbender where like each one has a affinity with a certain elemental type or state of elemental type because i believe ice and water are considered two different things uh, yes though so i could be wrong there. yes thank you but however they also work really well in conjunction like if you get uh, 
if you hit someone with fire and then hit someone with ice, it creates steam, which does damage to them. Or you can have a water character use water and get an enemy wet and then switch to an electric character and they gain the stat and the enemies gain the status superconductor, which means your electric attacks do even more damage. Or if they're stand, God forbid, they're standing in a pool of water when you switch to that <laughs> electric character. So there's a lot of strategic elements. It's like not just uh, what you get with the en- with the enemies. You also with the characters. It's also how they gel together. How like switching from one to the other and back again can really make for some really really impressive combos. It's an expansive world. It's huge. You can. It's like going back to a previous topic. It's very much a Skyrim situation. Where you can all of a sudden uh, be just walk in a direction, all of a sudden you're fighting this boss in this cave that you just discovered, and before you know it, it's three a.m. It's like one of those <laughs> situations. And there's a lot there. There's so many different kingdoms and stories and quest lines. Now, granted, the main story itself is kind of weak. It's like you're playing this game to do Breath of the Wild stuff, which is just explore and discover new things and whatnot. Uh, and that part is cool. And the fact that it's free is also cool. And it's actually pretty interesting to see where we go with this. Are we going to get more games like this and what have you? Where, hey, maybe the next generation of consoles will be kind of like my phone, where I can just download and start <laughs> playing a game. Now, there is a word of warning. Now, the friend who plays this game has tremendous self-discipline. Dis- and self-control and for that matter so did me and joe but there's a reason this game made like two million in two weeks or 200 million in two weeks because <laughs> it's a gotcha game hey. they want you to they want you to spend money because they gotcha so look they want you to want to collect all the really really cool characters now do you need these characters to necessarily beat the game no but you want to look cool so you want these characters it's like it's i think the best term i've heard to describe it is pay to flex is what it is so and and you got to be careful because like like i've heard reviewers say like for me this is a great game to play however i'm never going to let my kids play this game (laughs) (laughs) because god forbid but uh it's a very interesting game that I do recommend people try. Like uh, I have my friend that I introduced this to can't stop playing it now. And uh, she's like thoroughly env- enjoying her time just walking around and exploring and what have you. However, it's a gotcha game. And granted, it avoids the first major pitfall that most games like this fall into in that they don't charge you 60 bucks to play it. It uh and you can very much just choose to just play normally. And if you've got the patience, because there is a point, and I've heard this from while I haven't reached it yet, I've heard multiple sources talk about it, usually around 33 to 35, where if you want to level up your adventure rank, it does turn into a grind. Mm. And that's just something you're going to have to deal with. It's going to, now, if you've got infinite patience and that's not going to matter to you, then great. However, if you, are the impatient type and will probably spend five, 10 bucks here and there in order to get out of it. That's where you might run into some issues, <laughs> but the game is, is actually really, really well built up. It's got a fantastic fighting system. As I mentioned earlier, the world looks beautiful uh, and just walking around like 
my when my wife was watching it, she can't. She it's like she. I think it was like when she the friend walked over to like a piece of coral and it looked or not coral like you know those rocks you you hit with a pickaxe in order to mine stuff and what have you in Breath of the Wild. Wait, the what now? Sorry. All right, there are certain rocks in uh, Breath of the Wild that you would hit with like a hammer oh, or something yeah, yeah. so that you can collect ore. Oh, right, right. And uh, the friend walked over to a rock. And to and it's been a while since I popped in Breath of the Wild, but according to my wife, it looked just like the rocks in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's where she was like, how are they not suing anyone? And I was like, well, this game was made in Japan. And there was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's... It, it is quite interesting. Like, it's got actually a surprisingly deep system on how to do everything. Like, I know I keep going back to the combat, but it's actually really impressive, especially for a free-to-play game. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, how did you enjoy it, Joe? Um, I thought it's fine. <laughs> like, it, like, it's not... Like, it looks incredible, for sure. Um, yeah. It could run a little smooth, more, a little bit more smoothly, but, like, overall, it looks great. Um like so you know it's it's but it's it's just not quite didn't doesn't quite get your my hooks it sucks into me the way that uh that uh that breath of the wild did like i adored breath of the wild um played that pretty much non-stop when it came out but you know like like i enjoy like i enjoyed you know what i what i the time i spent with with genshin impact um and you know those similarities are definitely there, <laughs> uh, you know, with the climbing and, and the mining and all that stuff. Um, I, I I'll say that I appreciate that the weapons don't break. That's that's a <laughs> uh, that is incredible. In that <laughs> <laughs> definitely got that advantage. But um, yeah, overall, like you know, I haven't felt very compelled to to necessarily rush back into it. Yeah, I mean, it it didn't quite get its hooks into me either. Like, I I played it for a good day, just to catch up to whatever level Joe was at. And, uh, like, I see a lot of things that I can see what there is to enjoy in it, for sure. It's solid. (laughs) I'll give it that. It'll probably be in some way, shape, or form in the Game of the Year tournament, however we do that this year. (laughs) However, yeah, likewise, it didn't quite get its hooks into me either. Yeah, um, like I'll go back to it eventually, but uh, I've been kind of playing other stuff that's uh, kind of been holding my attention a little bit better. <laughs> All right. Just to get me out of the way here, because uh, yeah, it's more Destiny too. So, uh-huh. um, <laughs> uh, very weak laugh on Joe's part. It's like, <laughs> God damn it! Why can't I have a host that plays other games? <laughs> I mean, I did play. I did start playing it on Xbox now that all that stuff is on Game Pass. Oh. Um, I played it for one night for for a few hours and it's like oh yeah I forgot how fucking good this game feels to play. <laughs> it does, it does. Uh, send me your name. I'll invite you to the clan that I'm in. <laughs> but is that yeah, so by the way, that that clan stuff. Ooh, fuck! It may not be. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so as you may or not may or not be aware of. November tenth. Actually, I said it at the top of the show. The new raid expan- the new expansion comes out on November tenth. Now, and with that expansion, we also are losing a good forty percent of the game, as they've already talked about. Like three or four planets are going to be disappearing. Uh, at least two, ra- no more than that. Six raids are leaving. 
uh, a couple strikes areas are all leaving. This is essentially going to drop the game from being at the hundred gigs that it is to about sixty percent around. Hey. Yeah, so saving on that space there. Now, including everything else, there's a bunch of exotic weapons that are disappearing as well. So it started with me just looking at select ones to getting to a point where now I, I just want to grab all of them before they disappear. <laughs> and uh, as of yes, yesterday, I have gotten all but at, uh, one of the exotics that are disappearing out of the 10. And the the other nine, by the way, took quite a bit of work. Mm. So the last one is this submachine gun called Taberna. Taberna. And I essentially have to keep beating this raid, which are the one of the most harder parts of the game, until it drops for me, essentially, which is always the best. <laughs> so I'm going to be uh, wrestling with that. Uh, I still got plenty of time. And on top of that, I am also working on, uh, with certain exotics, you can make them stronger by earning this item called a catalyst. And then you do the work and whatever goal it has in the catalyst and then you unlock it you can apply it it makes your weapon stronger and for whatever reason i decided for this one weapon called izanagi's burden which is a sniper rifle that i was <laughs> going to get that one so i've been playing a lot doing a lot of the quest steps which is essentially this area called the menagerie where you can perfect this chalice which allows you to earn certain weapons by playing this basically this uh it's not quite it's not a strike but it's not quite a raid either it's like right in the middle in terms of difficulty and you just keep playing it until i perfect the chalice and then from there i just need to beat a heroic version of the menagerie <laughs> and it drops and then once i get it i'll be done once i have that and the exotic i am probably going to pause on destiny until the uh until the new thing drops mm. And then I'll go back to playing that. However, at least that's what I would say normally if it wasn't for the fact that two days later, the PS5 will hopefully be at my door. <laughs> and hopefully I'll also have Demon Souls on there. So you get to hear me gush about that game again, Joe. So that would be great. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, so Destiny 2 did get its hooks in me. This is the long story <laughs> short. <laughs> All right. So, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh man, I've been playing a bunch of upgraded and updated versions of old shit. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, like, I, I got my hands on Kingdoms of Amalur: Re Reckoning, uh, which came out last month, uh, which is basically a remastered version of Kingdoms of Amalur. If you, I don't know if you remember that game. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one of the most tragic success stories ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, or or as uh, right, we're in right wing uh, Boston Red Sox legend <laughs> Kurt Schilling uh, launched and immediately uh, spiked a studio into the ground, uh, all while scamming an entire state out of money. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's the American way. <laughs> but anyway, the game's alright. <laughs> um, I played about 10 hours of that game uh, back in the day, and I played about the same amount uh, uh, in, in the, on the PS4. And um, yeah, that game is still pretty good. Um, it's got... It doesn't seem like a ton of work uh, went into updating you know, a lot of the UI stuff. Uh, like, it's got the same menus. Um, it's got... Uh, 
Like I'm like it's running in 4K, um, but it, you know it's, it, it it still largely looks a lot like uh, it did on on PS3 and 360. Um, so you know it, it's fine. It, like the game, it like it like I remember it, it was a huge deal when it came out because you know all these superstars were working on it. You know you had R. A. Salvatore writing the story. Um, I think uh, Joe Madera did like a lot of the art, um, but. Yeah, like overall, like the game ended up just being fine. Like it was supposed to be like the precursor to some MMO universe, uh, but that completely, obviously, <laughs> did not end up happening. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the game itself is fine. Like the story is okay. Like you, you're you're this character without like a fate or whatever. Like wow, everyone, like it's the fateless one or whatever. And you're, it's it's I don't know. Like the story never really hooked me back then, and, and it, it didn't quite get back to me now, but. Like, overall, the game, like, it plays all right. You know, like, the combat's a lot of fun, cho- choosing between different weapons. Um, like, I've always loved the chakrams. Those have always been the most satisfying weapon for me in the game. And it's like, yeah, I still love throwing those, these stupid discs around. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's not quite good enough to, to really hook me for, for longer than, than what I played, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, like, it's still worth checking out. I think it's it's not a full $60 uh so if you're ever curious about it, um, it might be worth a look. Uh, but, you know, like, it's not something I would ever pay the full price for. Like, I think you can even get it for, like, 35 bucks at this point. Hmm. Like, at, oh, yeah, yeah. At, at that price, it might be worth checking out. But. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, did the remaster make any, or re-reckoning or whatever, uh, make any uh, changes to it? Or is it essentially just pretty up? Um. I believe there are some changes. Uh, I'd have to look. Ah, damn it! I, I'd have to look at exactly what the the changes are. But it's it's. Uh, hold on, give me a second. You know, I got to look it up. Damn it. Uh, yeah, like there's some stuff in the back end. It's it's not it's nothing too big. Like nothing game changing really. Um, Yep, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's my compelling uh compelling uh look into Kingdom Drama re reckoning. Um uh, final question. Sure. Did you see the anime that dropped on Netflix for it? Um yeah, I did see that. That that's uh that's certainly a choice. <laughs> so uh, is that to say you didn't like it? Um I mean it looked fine, it's just I like I, I don't know who was clamoring for <laughs> for for Kingdom of Amal or anything. Uh, it, it it's trash, Joe. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch that anime, I recommend you do it while drunk. It, I imagine it'll be funny. Get some friends and make fun of it. They as they try. I feel like they're trying to do a message in humanity, but is <laughs> like no, not it, like it didn't really land. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, and I, I watched this as a guy who didn't have any like. Aside from I watched some friends of mine play it for a little bit. I never really got into Kingdoms of Amalur, and I'm watching like, wait, is this how this world works? This world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> a dragon gets sick of sick of being alive, so they find you. <laughs> okay, okay, that's one way to reproduce, I guess. For Jesus. <laughs> Oh god! All right. So, what else have you been playing, buddy? Uh, actually, hold on. I've got a list of some of the changes here for for. Our, oh, okay. Uh, 
Uh, let's see, they added a very hard difficulty level. Um, I, I was playing on normal, so it didn't really, <laughs> didn't really play into what I was doing. Um, they they removed the level lock. The original game apparently. Uh, I'm looking at this uh, a list of changes that they made. Uh, the original game determined that the level of a zone on first entering uh, was stored in the save file. In re-reckoning, it, it's been recalculated the level every time upon entering or re-entering. Um, so, it, yeah, it's really just... Um, yeah, the original game has all zones marked with the minimum maximum level. Um... Yeah, so like before, like you were locked out of certain areas, uh, but now you can just kind of freely go wherever you want, and your enemies will be scaled uh, based on your level. That's that's the biggest change, really. No big deal. Okay. All right. Oh, All right. There you go. <laughs> um, awesome. But I guess the, the more interesting thing that I've been playing, uh, and again, like I've been playing a ton of old stuff. Turns out, a uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars came out on Switch. Uh, which is a very bizarre release. <laughs> is that the Super Mario 35 one? Or? Uh, no, I, I, that's a separate thing. I haven't played that. Um, Super Mario 35 being uh, like this weird Tetris, 30, Tetris 99 style Battle Royale uh, version of Super Mario Brothers, the original. But Super Mario 3D All-Stars is uh, a collection of three 3D Mario games. Uh, Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, oh, this is the timed release one. Yes, okay. that's where it gets real strange. Is that it's, it's a limited release? Oh, it, like they will sell this through the end of March, and then that's it. Uh, and you know, like, and that doesn't mean just like physical copies. Like they will remove it from the eShop as well, uh, which is okay. Why would you? Do I that? don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That makes no sense to me. But uh, whatever. <laughs> um, and another bizarre thing is that, you know, people are looking at this. It's like, all right, 3D All-Stars. Um, where's Galaxy 2? <laughs> it's like it's... Uh, so, yeah, like those, like right off the bat, like a lot of weird stuff going uh, going on with uh, with this collection. But um, it's, it's, it's a neat package. Uh, I don't know if it's worth $60 because, uh, man... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like if, if if Galaxy Two is on there, I'd say yeah, definitely. But but uh, let's see, like with like they treated the, all the games differently. Like Mario sixty four, um, obviously that one is the oldest that came out originally in nineteen ninety six, um, but that game is still you know in the same original aspect ratio, you know four three, um, and yeah, it's it, like they 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 upgraded the UI so that it looks good on a TV, basically on a modern TV. But other than that, like the game is basically untouched. Um, like it looks exactly the same, plays the same. Um, the, then, you know, with Super Mario Sunshine, um, like that game came out on the GameCube, but they went ahead and made that widescreen. Uh, and like that game looks the most noticeably touched up out of the three games here. Okay. Um, like that game looks really nice. Uh, on the Switch, and then with Super Mario Galaxy, um, that's the newest one of all. Um, even though, the, even then, though, it's thirteen-year-old game. Um, but you know, that game already looked pretty good when it came out originally. Um, but this is the first time, I guess, that it comes out in HD because you know, of course, on the Switch or on the Wii, uh, 
you know, that was 40p maximum. Uh, but here it looks, you know, it gets a nice, you know, HD coat of paint and it looks really nice. And guess what? That game still plays super fucking good. Uh, super <laughs> Mario Galaxy, all-time classic. Still still great, turns out. Um, that was like the first game, I believe, me and Sandra beat together. We took turns playing levels uh, on Mario Galaxy. <laughs> now, did one of you play with uh, the other controller collecting star bits for the other player? Yes. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> um, that stuff is still in the game. Uh, oh, okay. Like, it's a little different now because obviously you don't have a Wii remote. Like, if you're playing with the with the Joy-Cons, it's a little bit more like that. But uh, if you're playing with, like, the Pro Controller, um, like, you can still point at the screen with... Like, it still has motion built into the controller, so you can still point the pointer or whatever to collect star bits. Um, but, like, all the stupid waggle stuff where you had to shake the controller to spin... Um, you could just press a button to do that. <laughs> uh, thank God. Um, but yeah, like overall, it's like yeah, these are three really great games. Um, I guess your mileage might might vary on Super Mario Sunshine. Some people love it. Some people really hate it. I'm I'm closer to not liking it than never <laughs> than liking it. Ooh, uh, okay. I've never really liked Sunshine. Um, so. Now, out of curiosity, can you buy the game separately on the eStore at least? Uh, or? Absolutely not. No, no, you, can, no you cannot. <laughs> no, the sir. Fuck. Uh, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, there, it was this and one other Mario game, I believe, they said was going to be a limited release. I guess this is the new strategy. That, the other game, as far as Super Mario Brothers 35, uh, also, that game is free. Uh, much like Tetris 99, you can just download it if you if you've got Nintendo Online or whatever. Um, okay. But it'll just go away <laughs> at the end of March uh, next year. Uh, the hell, damn! I feel like this is might be like I'm trying to rationalize it. Like, is this a strategy to make people? give people a sense of urgency like oh shit if this is going to go away you better grab it now i, I guess but. i guess i mean yeah i don't know like they did this the last time they put out mario all-stars like i mean i've seen the original super mario all-stars came out on super nintendo but they also released like a limited edition version of that on the wii and that was only out for a hot minute as well um <laughs> now they would snatch that up but yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. It just makes no sense. And, like, it's just, it's, I don't know. Like, as a collection, too, it just feels incomplete. Because, you know, I remember, um, you know, when Super Mario Brothers All-Stars came out way back when, um, you know, like, that was all the Mario games that that were out at that point. You know, Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3. Uh, they even brought in, you know, the Lost Levels, uh, which was the original Mario Brothers 2 that only came out in Japan. But Japan was like, it's too hard for those dumb Americans. Give them this instead. <laughs> uh, and the graphics were completely remade. Like, they had, like, they redid all the sprites, all the music. Like, it was a properly, like, upgraded version of all those games. Uh, and then Mario 3D All-Stars, like, it's, one, feels incomplete without Galaxy 2. Um, you could even argue that 3D, um, 3D, what, the, the one that came out on Wii U, um, I guess they're putting that out separately, but you know it would have made sense to put that in there. Um, and I think it would have been great if they remade Mario 64. <laughs> like that game deserves it. You know, like that game was one of the most important games of all time for fuck's sake. <laughs> like no one knew what the fuck a 3D game could even be 
when that game came out. Like I remember, like things like Bubsy 3D came out first. I was like, wow, this is atrocious. <laughs> uh, and then Mario 3D or Mario 64 came out and fucking nailed it. Like right away, it's like, oh, okay. Like I, I've heard people describe playing Mario 64 for the first time when 3D games are really starting to come out. And it's like, man, I feel like my mind's eye was just open <laughs> playing Mario 64. <laughs> like, I didn't know that video games could be this. Um, and, you know, like, the game... Like, that deserves a remake the way, you know, like, Final Fantasy VII got a remake. Because it's like, yeah, there's there's the Mario 64 that lives in your heart. <laughs> and then there's the Mario 64 that lives in reality. Uh, like, that camera mm. system sucks now. Um some of the controls, you know, like, it's just not as tight as, you know, the Mario 3D games that came out after. Um, and, man, that game deserves to get a full-on remake, and I would have loved to have seen that uh, for, for, for a collection like this. Like, even if it was the really? only game that it got, like, really majorly redone, like, that would have been great. I mean, you talk about a layup. I mean, you'd, you'd think that would be a pretty obvious one to go back to an update. Yeah, because I mean, you've played oh. Mario sixty four, have you? Oh yeah, yeah. My little brother had a six. My, my little brother got all the consoles, and I would have to like sneak in and play <laughs> it. But yeah, he had Mario sixty four. We played it for hours. We're terrified of that goddamn piano. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, like it didn't look right, but that wasn't the deal at the time. It was just like, oh, oh shit! It was like it was this new thing. You, you're not just going left to right or any, anymore, yeah. for Christ's sakes. Like, it's like all of a sudden you're in this, like the castle is like this giant hub and like all these levels are, like it's, it's, it's good stuff, man. Like it's, like it's still, it's still pretty good. Like it's still mostly good, I'd say. But man, like that camera, like at the very least they should, I wish it was at least redone, remapped the way they do the camera. Cause, um, you know, like if, I don't know if you remember Malcolm, the N64 only had that one analog stick, you know, like it, you controlled Mario with it, but the camera controls were mapped to the stupid yellow C buttons. Mm. Um, and they try to map it onto the right stick on the on either the Joy-Cons or the Pro Controller, but it just like it's completely counterintuitive to every single three D platformer you've played <laughs> since Mario sixty four. <laughs> it's just it's just not great. God damn, that sucks. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean overall I mean I don't know. Like I I bought it because, you know, I I fucking love Mario, um, and I love collecting Mario games. Uh, so it was really no question that I was going to buy it, but I don't know. For most people that are kind of curious, I mean, unless you've never, ever played any of these games, it's like if you've already played them, I, I, it's hard for me to recommend uh, 3D All-Stars. Mm. All right, all right. Uh, what else? That <laughs> I, I... That kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, it like, me out. Yeah, it kind of does. Like, I was gonna just move on. It's like uh, hearing Joe, the Mario, he's the Mario guy of this uh, of this duo, say something like that. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> but yeah, it, it feels like they just like threw something out there. Is like what I felt oh, watching. Like, granted, all three are great games, and in one, especially in one case, historical games, but. Yeah, it just felt like okay here. Also, you can only you have till March. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, what I will say, what I do love uh, about the collection is that they've also included all the soundtracks to each of the games, that, and you could just play them 
uh, in the menu. Uh, okay. As uh, however you like. <laughs> it's like, um, like you could even, <laughs> if you wanted, if if you if you're so inclined, you even you can even carry the switch. Uh, start playing the music and put it in sleep mode, and they'll still be playing. If you want to carry around your switch, and and listen to some music with some headphones or something uh, around the house, you can do that. And uh, man, like these soundtracks are so good. <laughs> They're so good, especially Mario Galaxy soundtrack, which, in my estimation, is perfect, 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 perfect. I, I, I. It is one of my absolute favorite game soundtracks. Like. Man, like you listen to Gusty Gardens, and it just it overwhelms me. Like it, like it moves me, Malcolm. <laughs> that the music in this game, like it's the first game that they uh, Mario game that they used an orchestral uh, orchestra for. And you know, like like so many games use orchestral music, you know, uh, but most they're mostly first person shooters. They want to to convey the bombast and and this and that. Like oh how serious this is like but no, Mario Galaxy's soundtrack is like it's whimsical it's 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 it can be bittersweet it's 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 just so good, <laughs> it's just so good like I can't listen to like I I, I get a tear in my eye sometimes listening to some of this, some of the tracks in the in the in that soundtrack, it's so good. So uh, okay there so, we go so yeah <laughs> so there you go I'm, I'm just to bring it back up because. I love Mario Galaxy too much to, to to let me talk about that game in any capacity. Be a downer. <laughs> All right. What what else have you been playing? If anything, uh, let's see. The last old game that I've been playing uh, in a new way is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Ah. <laughs> and man, now now those games fucking whip <laughs> to this day. <laughs> now see the see how. You know, when we were talking well, talking about Mario 64 just now, it's like, oh yeah, the version in your heart and the version in your mind. And you know how Final Fantasy VII Remake and, and, and Demon Souls, like, oh yeah, like they're, they're, they're bringing it up to what you think you remember these games are. And that's exactly what Pro Skater 1 and 2 uh, did as well. Like these games, like these are like full-on remakes. Uh, if you get them on... Xbox One X or PS4 Pro, like they're four full K sixty sixty frames, and they are pitch fucking perfect, Malcolm. <laughs> like, don't, like I don't know if you played as much Pro Skater uh, one and two back in the day on PlayStation uh, as I did, but like these games were fucking seminal to me <laughs> growing up. Like I poured me and my friends poured hours and hours and hours into these games, uh, like, and to see. The, the way that they've been recreated here, um, absolutely perfect. Um, and and the great thing is too is that they're not just simply like remaking the levels. Uh, like they 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 added new, like all the same skaters are there, uh, but they also added new skaters. Uh, and the, and the fun thing that they did is that like all the all the original skaters. Uh, they they've been aged up, so they look as old as they actually are today. And then they've got uh, a few new skaters as well, like like and also like here. So like oh yeah, like here's the skaters you remember. Here's Tony Hawk looking forty five because he's like forty five now. Uh, <laughs> but like also like yeah, here's the new generation of skaters for you to check out, uh, and you know like play with over this these iconic levels. Uh, 
and you know all, most of the music is still is all there um they also added new music as well um and the fun thing too is that they did is that you know back in the day if, one of the things that you'd always do trying to like get high scores or whatever it's like ah, oh, i fucked up that line uh so you'd restart the level but mm. then you would move on to the next music track and uh, like you know you'd be listening to, to like 15 second clips of music basically uh back in the day <laughs> but now what they did which is smart is that like yeah you'll still be doing the restart stuff because you know you're like i gotta get the fucking score um but now the music will keep playing uh between restarts so it doesn't you can listen to full tracks uh as you play it which is a nice a nice touch um hmm. and uh yeah man it's 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 really good like those games are still a ton of fun to play um like it's only pro skater one and two but like all the moves up to pro skater three are are in there so that means um you know the difference is that you know between pro skater one and two uh Pro Skater 2 added a manual so that you can link tricks. Uh, you can like you, you can keep tr- combos going for a while, uh, and then Pro Skater 3 added the revert so that even if you go on a on a half pipe or whatever, um, you could link vert tricks as well. So you could theoretically have a combo go the entire two minutes, uh, and all those moves are in here, uh, even though the levels from Pro Skater 3 aren't in there. Um, and if you want to be a purist about it, you can even go into the menu like, no, I only want to play, like, take that revert out of there or even take the manual out of there. Like, I want to play with purely Pro Skater 1 controls or Pro Skater 2 controls. Um, so it's it's a it's a well-thought-out package. Uh, it looks incredible. The game still is super fun to play. Um, just fantastic work. Fantastic work. So my first question is actually... And what many people consider the star of the game, and that's the soundtrack. Yes. Now, is it this? Is it the same strong, same songs as in the original, or did they add more? Um, it, it, I believe all of them are in there. Um, there might be one or two tracks missing, but all the ones that I remember playing with uh, from Pro Skater One and Two originally are all in there. And they did also add a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, and again, if you want to go into the menu and say, I, I only want the original music from these games, you can go ahead and turn off the new stuff as well. But a lot of new stuff is good too. So it's, it's all worth checking out. Nice, nice. Uh, am I crazy or was Spider-Man a uh, optional character? <laughs> he was an unlock because uh, Neversoft was the original developer of these games and they developed that PS1 game uh, for Activision as well. So they put him in there <laughs> on the PS1 version. Oh. <laughs> um, he's, not in, in, he's not in this version. I'm sorry to say. Oh. Um, but you can still unlock Officer Dick. <laughs> you can still unlock the alien. Um Cool stuff. Which one of the games was essentially Team uh, Tony Hawk versus Team Bam? From uh... um, that was one of the later ones on PS2. I, I okay, think that was either American Wasteland or Underground or one of those. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, this is this is pure pro skater here. Nice. Who's your favorite character? Um, well, I'm always partial to, to my man, Tony Hawk. Um, but, you know, like I used to play a lot with Bob Burnquist and, and Chad Muska uh, back in the day as well. Um, you can create nice. a character uh, from scratch Ooh. here as well if, you, if, you, if you'd like to do that. I think you can stay with the four. Um, you can, you know, male, female, like there's a ton of different uh, clothes to unlock, skateboards, like decks, like there's a ton of customization options that, that you can unlock, uh, so you can really make a pretty unique character. 
Um, you know, you can use whatever moves you you want. It's it's um, it's cool. It's really cool. Nice, nice. Uh, do you remember how much that's selling for now? Is it the full sixty? Uh, it's not the full sixty. I believe it was forty. Uh, oh, that's not bad. So you know, for forty bucks, uh, that's that's a steal in my opinion. Like that that game is addictive as it ever was. Um, it's very easy to 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 lose a lot of time playing that. Yeah, because it's fucking good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's fucking good. <laughs> All right. So that's the old ones. Were there any other ones you played? Um, I am currently playing Maneater. <laughs> Man eater. What, what what what's that one that's about? The, that's that, what they call. Oh, that's the shark. Yes, that's what they <laughs> they lovingly call the shark PG. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a ridiculous game. <laughs> you, you play the, the 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 setup is that um, it's it's laid out as one of these trashy fucking uh, reality shows where uh, the uh, camera crew is following around uh, this guy called Scaly Pete. He's a shark hunter. Uh, and boy, howdy, does he hate sharks. <laughs> um, so he, he at, fir- at first, you play the game starting off as, as a fully grown shark, and he and and Scaly Pete catches it, and he's like, oh, like I got me a big one, and he slices her open, and he, and he pull, he's like, oh, look, it's got a prize inside. <laughs> like the shark was pregnant with a with a baby shark, and then like while he's taunting it. Like, it bites his fucking hand off. <laughs> and he throws it into the water. And that's you now. That's you playing. <laughs> like, that's the start of you. That, that's the start of your journey as a, as a, as a pup. Uh, and, and the game is basically just you growing and growing uh, from this pup to this, like, teen-sized shark uh, to an adult shark. All the way up to Elder Shark, all the way up to Mega. When you hit the level cap, you're you're Megalodon, basically. Basically, um, and it's 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 a fun game because uh, you know, like I said, it's it's this it's supposed to be like this documentary reality series or whatever. Uh, so uh, Chris Parnell is like narrating everything that you do, <laughs> uh, and uh, you, people know Chris Parnell as you know he's he's on Rick and Morty. He's uh, he does a lot of SNL stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, like the game is pretty funny. Like, like everything that you do is in service of just growing larger and larger, uh, so that you can go get revenge on Scaly Pete <laughs> for for uh, for terrorizing you, basically. Uh, and what that entails is just going around different parts of this map. Uh, like, there's a bayou area. There's a there's a golf course area. Uh, there's a water park. Or, or rather, like a Sea World type area, um, and basically just raise hell <laughs> as this shark. <laughs> uh, and at first, it's hard uh, because you're just this tiny shark, uh, and all the way, and between being a pup and and the team t- size shark, the game is hard as fuck because everything can kill you so easily. <laughs> uh, like, like you can eat fish, you know, like things like that. But like, there's also like alligators. And like you're fighting off these other predators, and like at early on, like fighting an alligator is fucking impossible. Like you, like it's basically like all of a sudden you're doing a stealth area <laughs> to get around this fucking alligator so it doesn't maul you to death. Uh, but once you hit adult size, 
that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the game, like everything, it bows down to you, basically. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, like, you earn these upgrades to, upgrade, to, to quote-unquote, evolve different parts of your body, like your fins, uh, your head, your tail, uh, your body. So, like, by the end of this game, as a fully grown shark, uh, you've got this crazy-looking, like, bone armor. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just fucking... You can swallow other sharks, like, whole... <laughs> like, 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 these Mako sharks are, like, they want to start shit, and you, you're like, oh, you want to start some shit? Well, I'm about to finish this shit. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard, like, you can even get, like, electro powers yes, or something yes, like that. Yes, you can. <laughs> and so when you dodge... Uh, if you have a bioelectric body equipped, <laughs> of course, <laughs> which of course, uh, you have like this this uh, electric ghost apparition part of you as you kind of like you t- you literally turn into electricity to dodge, <laughs> and there's a little electric ghost uh, version of you that stays behind for a little while, electrifying anything behind you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! It's incredible. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I love it so much. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, like once you, like it, like I said, like it's when you, when you're growing, when you, you're, the first two stages of growth are, are really hard. Uh, but once you become an adult and you start unlocking a lot of these upgrades, it's, it's, it gets fucking buck wild. Like, like when there are these hunters that kind of like prowl the area, um, like shark hunters, but they don't really come out to, to get you unless like you start attacking humans. Uh, like once you start chomping down then like five or six humans <laughs> consecutively, it's like, all right, all right, all right. It's like basically the fucking shark cops <laughs> coming out to, to <laughs> coming out to get you to, to try to put a stop to what you're doing. Uh, and early on, like I said, like it, it's not something you want to engage in because they like they'll just fucking fill you with holes and that's it. Like you'll last like 10 seconds maybe. But once you're fully grown, like you could just take them down. Uh, pretty easily and you know like the more trouble a cause like they have these like 10 like special bounty hunters i guess um like on each one that you kill uh unlocks another upgrade for you uh and increases your infamy level within the uh, (laughs) area so of course yeah yeah. Uh, (laughs) i I haven't beat the game yet but I, i am i have hit the level cap uh and uh yeah it's it's been a lot of fun I definitely do want to look get that game. It's forty dollars right now, which is not bad for the fun you're saying. Though I may want to wait to a sale. Yeah, I I, I yeah. didn't buy it until I saw it on GameFly for twenty dollars. Oh. For twenty dollars, it's absolutely worth that price. Um, I mean, I will say the game kind of runs a little jankily sometimes, like even on PS4 Pro. Um, like there's a lot of instances where where suddenly the frames will just drop and drop and drop. Uh, but it's not super common. Uh, it happens after, typically happens after fast traveling, weirdly. Uh, and if you start, like, engaging in combat right after that, um, I find, like, I don't know what it is about that combination of, of things that, that makes it kind of run, kind of chug. But other than that, it's, it's, mm. it's, it runs pretty well. Uh, it sounds very fa- therapeutic. It me. is. Like, it really is. Because like a lot of these areas you're going to, um, like a lot, like a lot of the missions, like a lot, like the way the story is structured or the way the missions are structured is like you'll you'll go into one area, like you'll start in the bayou, 
Um, and it's like a checklist. It's like, all right, go, go. There's like what they call population controls. Like there's too many of this kind of fish over there. So go, go kill, <laughs> go eat 10 groupers or whatever. Uh, and like, there's also like, oh yeah, like this, like, <laughs> like uh, people like to get drunk and throw garbage into the ocean over here. So why don't you go eat a few humans? <laughs> <laughs> so like they're they're what they're called revenge missions and like each area's got them uh and it's like wow these people are assholes yeah yeah for sure eat them <laughs> chop, chop, chop. oh yeah i've seen some footage of it like i don't know it's just something about launching yourself 20 feet in the air <laughs> with like a still live human in an inner tube in your mouth it's <laughs> fucking buck wild i love it so much <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep an eye out on that one then, too. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else, buddy? Um, there's a few other games, but I think we can hold off on talking about them. Cool. Cool. Folks, that does it for episode 2.22 here with the firmware update. Thanks so much for your patience. Once Now that we've got this whole how do we record now that my computer is dead <laughs> thing figured out, I think we'll be back to our normal schedule here. If you liked what you heard, you can follow us pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast at. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on uh, such apps as Amazon Music, hopefully about now, as well as Google Play. So just enjoy us whatever is easiest for you. We're on Spotify, too. So enjoy that. And you can find us on Twitter at PSMalk for me, at Wants23 for Joe, and at PSMalk for myself, or at the firm up for the show and you can also find us on the web at at www.thefirmup.com i don't know why i put the w's there it's <laughs> obvious http colon forward slash forward slash www hey there may have been an s after that but you can also what else can they also do you can find us also on facebook please like our page and share it that helps get the words out and hey, give us a five-star written review on iTunes and those other platforms. That helps get the show out there as well. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Um, no. Um, but man, guess what? Next time we record, we're going to have some PS5 tough stuff to talk about, huh? Oh, yeah. And I might have played a different game other than Destiny 2. So hey. look forward to that. <laughs> Folks, thanks so much. We'll speak to you next time. Hasta luego.